So you're in the big smoke now. You're in Toronto. You were in Regina on uh, Saturday for the game and actually yeah. ended up uh, better than we have seen in a little while, a little bit of a better performance. You can talk about yeah. that. But uh, what was, like, you, did you take off right after the game to get to, to Toronto? No, actually, we uh, we flew bright and early the next. Oh, morning. okay. We had, uh, well, I got to sleep in. The other guys who were traveling in the traveling party uh, with the media, they had to get up early because we we got up about five o'clock. Had a had a seven thirty flight out of uh, Regina to to Toronto yesterday, but we took off an, about an hour late. Uh, it was a, it was kind of weird. We're sitting, everybody's on the plane, and it's one of those small planes, two by two, and it's crammed and it's really hot, and we're all sitting there and. And that's all Nothing's the way happened. to Toronto, all the way to Toronto, and one of those little yeah, ones. Yeah, well, it's from Regina though, so it's only two and a half hours. Right? Oh, okay, so it okay. wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't. It's not that far, right? So, so you're stuck uh, there. We're all sitting. Yeah, we're all sitting there waiting to take off, and it's. I can see lots of activity going up at the front. I'm in about row 25, I think it was, and I'm, I'm thinking something's gone. We got a mechanical or something's going on here because everybody's ready to go, but we're not going. And then all of a sudden, two Regina police officers walk on the plane. Oh yeah, and. They're walking down the aisle, and they keep walking down the aisle, and they walk past my row, Ooh. and then they come back to my row, and they look at the guy beside me. I'm on the aisle seat. He's on the window seat. They look at the guy beside me and say, sir, can I see your identification, please? And I'm thinking, oh, this is cool. <laughs> so I'm kind of sitting back in my chair while uh, the cops are talking to this guy across from me. He doesn't say much at all. Uh, he starts to feverishly text on his phone all of a sudden. Uh, uh, the cops ask him a few questions about, you know, if this is his first flight of the day. And then he said he stayed in Regina last night. They asked where he stayed and the address. And then the cop walks off and uh, leaves where he says, I'll be back. And he takes his ID, and we sit there for another 10 minutes. Then he comes back on, stands right beside me, and, and it's eye level, right? I'm on the aisle seat, and as I just turn my head to the left, I'm staring, like, right at his gun as he's standing there talking to this guy. <laughs> and the conversation continues, and then all of a sudden he just says, hands him back his ID and says, all right, sir, thanks very much. What? Have a nice flight. Wow. And that's what I said. <laughs> and then they walk off, and I'm thinking <laughs> – this guy's you're going to leave this guy sitting beside me because clearly did you did didn't you ask him enough they didn't have enough information but they had some information clearly to talk to him but uh they so did you grill dude about what this might have been about did you grill him no i just kind of i just kind of stayed away from dude uh we didn't talk much <laughs> let's put it that way <laughs> we did not talk at all actually and uh i got out of, i got out of there as quickly as i could when it was all said and done so uh yeah because he didn't he didn't have any they asked him if he had luggage and he said no so he like he just had what he had right on the plane and That's uh weird they, they walked away that was the worst thing like as soon as it was kind of neat, you could hear, as the cop said to him, all right, sir, have a nice flight. You could hear an audible gasp from all the people around uh, around him on the plane, right? Like, come on, you're leaving this guy on the plane with us? But everything, we landed safely, everything turned out right, and I never had to spend a word, a, a second talking to the guy the entire flight. So, you chicken, I wanted to hear what the story was. Uh, that's true. That's true. I should have asked him maybe what had a good story out of it. but uh, no, I, uh, <laughs> That's a pretty I, good I story anyway. Out. That's... Yeah, I took the quiet road instead. Yeah. I will never forget, though, just turning my head and looking directly at that uh, at the cop's gun as it was like four inches from my face as he talked to this guy. Well, if you're going to have a police officer's gun four inches from your face, at least have it be in the holster, right? Yeah, and, Think and about have it. him talking to another guy. Right? <laughs> yeah, talk to somebody else. Well, life on the road, my friend. It's kind of interesting, yes, isn't it? 
Yes, indeed. Yeah, weather here is going to be all right for the game. It's been raining here uh, for the last couple of days, but it, it looks like it's going to be all right today, and it's going to be uh, above zero and, and nice for the game tomorrow night, which is fine. Uh, I will hear about the snowstorm. Like every person who travels uh, for their work, when it snows at home, you always hear from your wife, right? And, mm-hmm. and after she sh- usually after she shovels the snow, she'll remind me how much snow there was and everything. So, so I, I feel bad. Uh, I feel bad for her, but you know, such is life, right? So, uh, <laughs> well, there's nothing you can do about it. You could call correct. somebody. You could call somebody and pay and have somebody come do it for her. Now, that sure, would be a... You. You're, cut, you're cutting out there. I'm going through a tunnel. I can't hear you. <laughs> sure you are. Oh, man. Uh, how did the Elks come out of the game? Any more injuries? Because that was uh, they, they had a ton of injuries going into that game on, on, uh, on Saturday. Yeah, they actually... they actually, Yeah, they did. Uh, we haven't heard yet. We haven't seen... We'll see the depth chart for the game tomorrow a little bit later on this morning when they release it. We haven't heard uh, about injuries yet. And off the top of my head, I don't recall any players leaving uh, the game due to injury, but I'm sure there's always somebody who gets nicked up. They sure. will have uh, they will be able to address five extra players for this game as part of the player safety uh, part of playing these three games in seven days. So they'll dress five extra players uh, for the game tonight and the game Friday night in Vancouver. The Argos and Lions will be able to do the same. So ten extra numbers for me to memorize for uh, for the game tonight <laughs> Good for you. As, as as we get set. So yeah, uh, but uh, I, I think they'll be okay. We'll find out a little bit later on today. I, we'll see some guys I think filter into the lineup and play a little bit more tonight. Uh, backups will play a little bit more tomorrow night. I think than they do normally just to allow everyone to be to to save some gas and keep some gas in the tank for yeah. the game on Friday night. This game tomorrow will be the final game of the season for the Argos. So they're done until the Eastern final. They've already clinched first place mm. in the East. So uh, they're done after this game. And then, of course, uh, the Elks will wrap it up with the BC Lions uh, on Friday night, last game of the season for both those teams who will now miss the playoffs. So and okay. we should remind people, too, we're on the Kissing Country 103.9 tomorrow night. Uh, 4.30 is uh, the countdown to kickoff show. 5.30 the kickoff from BMO Field in Toronto. Okay, outstanding. Did you get a chance to watch any of the soccer from Friday night when you were on the road? Uh, you know what? Uh, uh, we did not. We were uh, we were uh, out. Uh, went out for uh, for supper, and uh, they couldn't get it on the TV for some reason. I don't know what channel it was on or where it was showing, but uh, we ended up having the CFL game on near the, uh, the well, TV that we were we were watching. So we ended up watching that, and that was kind of it was neat, neat to see watch that it was Toronto playing. So we kind of wanted to do a little research and watch them a little bit. So sure, it was, fair uh, enough. It was a little bit more helpful. But I saw some highlights. I saw that uh, that security guard tackle that guy who ran on of the field and uh, man that was vicious uh, he should be getting some offers from some football teams i would think pretty soon or rugby teams because that was just a vicious tackle in behind the net like that well get off uh, the field go- dummy yeah exactly the guy oh don't don't get me wrong the guy got exactly what he deserved oh, yeah. because that's he should not be out there and uh, that's not his area to go you buy a ticket for a seat you don't buy a ticket to get onto the field so uh, well at yeah, least at least if he was for sure at least even though he was streaking he kept his shorts on so thank goodness for that well, that's an Alberta streaker. Right? You got <laughs> yeah. to cover up the sensitive parts. Right? Uh, yeah, this, this this is going to be so interesting uh, tomorrow night as well. And uh, obviously, you're going to be tied up. But just uh, the snowfall and t- Mexico versus Canada, Commonwealth yeah. Stadium, mid November snowfall was, warning, all that. Wow. I was I was I was kind of thinking it's a weird night for for Edmonton sports fans because you got the Oilers playing on the road, you got the Elks playing on the road, and you got uh, you know maybe the biggest sporting event in the country going on in your backyard at, yeah. at Commonwealth Stadium. So it's a uh, it's going to be an interesting day tomorrow, yeah, for sure. Crazy, and then uh, of course it's a big time in, in Toronto because we have the Hockey Hall of Fame, including Kevin Lowe yeah. going in, Jer- uh, Jerome McGinley, Ken I, Holland. 
I haven't seen Kevin yet, but I believe we're staying at the the official hotel of of the of the Hockey Hall of Fame. Uh, but I haven't seen Kevin yet, but I have seen his picture all over the lobby. All those who are getting <laughs> inducted, and the ceremony goes tonight, just down the street from here. Uh, it's it's not at the Hockey Hall of Fame. It's at a, a auditorium, just like kitty corner from the Hockey Hall of Fame. I think because that's for COVID reasons to okay. to make it more spacious. But I haven't seen Kevin yet, but I'm I'm not. I wouldn't be surprised if I run into him in the in the lobby at some point while we're here. Uh, the ceremony officially goes tonight. There's pictures. Kevin Lowe all over uh, in in the lobby, uh, along with Jerome McGinley and and all the other guys who are who are getting inducted as well. And uh, and and then I walk, we went out for lunch yesterday and uh, walked by the Hockey Hall of Fame, and they got a huge picture of Kevin and all the other guys up in the windows at the Hockey Hall of Fame, which you will see on uh, postcards from the road when it gets yeah. uh, published a little bit later on uh, this morning. So yeah, it's a, it's it's a big night for Kevin Lowe, certainly well earned, and I uh, uh, hope I get a chance to to run into him and, and, and congratulate him again. I know we talked to him a couple of weeks ago. Uh, before his big uh, yeah. big date at home, uh, but it'd be nice to see him again and uh, a huge, well earned honor, no doubt for Kevin Lowe. I love the picture they used. Honest to God, he looks like a like a like a teenage yeah. pinup boy in that <laughs> from like a long time ago. Pick, it's almost like his draft. Picture, isn't yeah, it? Exactly, it, it is a while ago for sure, but he looks great. That's kind of that's kind of the Kevin Lowe we, uh, we all remember that picture that they that they put up. So uh, check it out on Postcards from the Road at six thirty Ched dot com and uh, the uh, the Ched Instagram page a little bit later on today. Outstanding. All right. Uh, yeah, you got a big game to get ready for uh, tomorrow. So enjoy whatever you can see from Hockey Hall of Fame stuff. Say hi to Kevin for us if you run into him at the hotel. Tell Dave Campbell to behave himself and uh, hope you have uh, an enjoyable time. When do you fly out for BC? Is it right after the game or the next day? Uh, no, we'll go the next day. Okay. Games tomorrow night. We'll leave Wednesday morning. I think we have a 9 a.m. flight out of Toronto on Wednesday morning, and uh, we get three hours in the air, which is great, uh, back of our day. So we got a 27-hour day coming up uh, on, on Wednesday, which is nice. I get to claim a little overtime for that, I'm sure. <laughs> Sweet. And, uh, and then go to Vancouver and get set up. And, and they're having weather issues, too, out there, right, in B.C. with all the rain and everything. Yeah. It's just incredible right now. So, you bet. Uh, yeah, we'll fly, we'll fly right over the Edmonton storm and into the storm in B.C. Perfect. Safe trips. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.